0: Restaurant Punk Girls Edition. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have Leah and Liz, and I am Noelle. And um, I don't know if you guys have watched any of the episodes or know anything about these two, but we have two bartenders on this couch right now. So one thing I want to dive into, would you rather work at a speakeasy
1: or a sports bar? Mm. Not a sports bar. I worked at one. That was painful. I am traumatized from working in a sports bar. Along with sports
2: bars, people come to watch a game. They sit down for said game, which lasts four hours. They order one drink, two drinks, a burger. How high can the check really get? Right. And then you're just stuck with them. Or the just, whole See, that doesn't game. bother me.
1: It's the the loud music. It's just too much in your ear and then the cheering. Oh, no, I love How that. How dare they have See, because like, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like there's so much more volume because I've worked at
0: both and I feel like I would get so much more volume and depending on the place you work, you know, you could do buckets of beers, people. I mean, I've worked at places. Maybe it's because I was in Texas with UT games and like football is life there, yeah. you know? But I feel like the volume was so different and you have herds and groups of people. Everybody's drinking. Everybody gets drunk to the point where they want to order food. To me, that doubles up your tab as opposed to like a speakeasy who doesn't really have a restaurant or anything. And you're just doing craft cocktails, which the price of the drinks are going to be higher. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But then again, like if I go to a speakeasy, I'll have two martinis. I'm not guzzling. If I go to a sports bar, I'm getting drink after drink after drink. So As far as work environment, speakeasy. Like I love how sexy and loungy Mm -hmm. and and I like the clientele more, but at the same time, I feel like volume wise and bill wise, I prefer sports bar.
1: Yeah, but you can work like a dog and have a big check and not get the high percentage. Whereas I can work with one person and get a really big tip Mm -hmm. well above 100%, you know, and not have to work as hard and don't have to be in that loud room. Same thing with restaurants. Like, I could work a slow Tuesday, have four tables, and make good money rather than pulling my hair out, you know, busy restaurant, everyone's in the weeds. It's just too much chaos.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's high, It's too, if you can shoot the shit with your customers, then you're golden. Then you could make that much yeah. easier. And yeah. they
2: come back. Like, there, there's something to be said for the return customer in a bar that a speakeasy would have more so than the sports bar guy. You're going to have your sports bar guys that come in on lunch break and, you know, your construction guys and whatnot, but- You know, it's just a different, like she says, if you go to a fancy restaurant, you're going to get a, you know, a nicer, higher bill. People are going to tip you better. You go to a, I don't know, a takeout window. They're coming for a discount. They want something quick and easy. It's kind of the same vibe of a sports bar. Those guys are going to pound beers, whereas your craft cocktail people are expecting to spend a premium. They're going to sit there. They're going to ask questions. They're going to try things they've never tried. They might buy your $300 shot. They'll tell their friends about it, and it'll be an occasion. Plus, you'll have more turnover. They can leave, and then you can reseat that same seat. Where, again, with a game, hopefully it's a big game. If it's a Super Bowl, yeah, you're going to rack up. But if it's, like, a random game in the winter, and it's not, like, a big deal, and your team's gone on a bye week, you might just be standing around with a whole staff doing nothing.
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm just a psychopath. Like, I love the high energy I am, but yeah. like, I love the high energy. I love like if I'm working somewhere, I would prefer to be moving non fucking stop. I feel yeah. like the night goes quicker. I'm not just sitting there. I don't have to make small talk constantly with regulars or the creepy guy who comes every Friday. It's like you just have a bunch of guys and I could be like, all right, here's your beer. Fuck off. Yeah. As opposed to having to sit there and engage in conversation. And I feel like, you know, the drunk I get, I could be like, you know what, he lost this bet or he lost that call. Yes, by a round of shots. Like you can feed yeah. off of them. And like, I I don't know. I feel like it's way more high energy, playful, chaotic. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm crazy for saying that, but I just feel like there's a whole different element to that. And I know when I'm getting into like every game, like, okay, I know I'm going to make at least this much. These people are going to be absolutely insane. This is what I'm going to try to upsell to people as opposed to like, this guy comes in and gets the same drink every single weekend. Cause like you said, there's some people who come into a new bar and they're like, Ooh, what's your best drink here? I don't usually like lychee, but I'll try it, you know? And then they get it and they're like, I don't like this. Well, you wanted to try (laughs) something new right? (laughs) as opposed to the regular people who come in and they're like, yeah, let me get four Stella's. And by their third round, I'm like, who wants a shot of Casamigos? You know, you might get a cheap beer, but I'm going to sell you an expensive shot.
2: So, me and Liz might be jaded, though, because yeah. we worked in nightclubs for over 10 years together. So we were always in the loud, the fast, the mm-hmm. bump, bump, bump. And I used
1: to like it. And I liked when I went, finally, we started working in the nightclub. I loved it because I'm like, I don't wanna talk to anyone. Don't talk to anybody. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. So I'm Hi, sorry. Yeah, like, Did you and, yeah. Did you say go fuck <laughs> yourself? Did you I know, right? <laughs> and then you can say whatever because they can't hear you until until the music stops for whatever reason. they drop, And you say, Hey baby, can I get asshole. your number? <laughs> I did that at a bar. I turned my back and, and the music cut out and I said, you fucking asshole. And then I pretend I didn't say it <laughs> because my, he didn't see my face. She's like, sorry, my Tourette's is acting up. I didn't mean that. No, my back was facing him. So I'm like, well, it wasn't me. I don't know where that came from. Weird. <laughs> who said that? But wait, a girl threw a drink at Liz once, lobbed it over the bar. Remember that? The girl. Uh, that was m- the director's mistress mm-hmm. at the time. Threw a and where was this? This
0: was at this like at a, nightclub, a, nightclub. A, a nightclub. Very
2: busy, well-known nightclub on the East Coast.
0: Right. So Yelled I feel down, like I a speakeasy, a nightclub and a sports bar are all completely different animals. Sounds like the animals. beginning of a bad joke. It yeah. really yeah. does. But I feel like they're all different animals because even then, like nightclubs are wild. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they yeah. can get insane. Anytime we came to visit you over at um, yeah. the bar you work at in AC, it's just constantly loud. Like I'd be like, hi. And I feel like I'm a mime to you half yeah. the time because I can't really talk. And I grew up with live music, so I love that. Like I would prefer a nightclub probably right. over anything realistically. But I, yeah, like I said, I was just thinking about it because I was curious. I've worked in both. and. Granted, I've been in and out of the bar industry. I haven't really done it consistently for a very long time, but like I get little pieces and I, I've accumulated my own research in a sense.
2: Um, essentially it's the same thing as serving in a restaurant. You know what I mean? It's yes, it's a different product. Yes. There's a faster turnover. Or you don't have to stay with them the whole time when it's just serving drinks, but it is the same idea, you know, like, how can I lead you into having a good time tonight? How much, what do you want to eat? Are you, are, do you have a diet issue? Do you only drink this? Do you not drink that? Are you pregnant and you want a mocktail? Like it's kind of all still the same, it correlates. So it's, uh, yeah, I understand why you, whether you're consistently in it or not, why you really understand what we do, but.
1: Well, when I was younger, uh, like in my twenties, I worked in the restaurants. I was like, oh man, this sucks. Like, I don't want to sit there and talk to you. I don't want to mm-hmm. entertain you. And I kind of felt the same way with bartending. But um, then I started working in the nightclub. i will make this is so much better because it's loud. I don't really yeah, have to talk have to you. To but talk. then during the pandemic, I, was, I ended up working in a bar that I did have, have to speak to people and actually enjoyed it because I found that the trick is this. I'm not the most social person, but I can sit there and shoot this shit with pretty much anyone. All I have to do is keep asking them questions about themselves. Yes. Because people love talking about, talk themselves. about themselves. Yes. That is the trick. I am people. <laughs> that is Same. the trick. When I'm
0: drinking, I am people. I'm like, yeah, what do you want to know about me? I lived in Texas for 10 years. That's like my party trick. There's when I'm trees drunk. there. <laughs> there's trees and <laughs> grass <laughs> you know there, I trees? swear. Oh
1: my God, I can't hear these fucking trees. <laughs>
0: Prove
1: it.
0: <laughs> Prove I will, there's trees. I will one day. But I think, I don't know, if you want to get into the bar industry, I think you should bounce around. Try out different bars. See where you fit best. See how... Uh, what environment works best for you because I feel like some people might work at a sports bar and give up because they're like that was Mm -hmm. way too much for me I hated it I never want to do it bartending was one of my like out of everything serving hostessing like anything I've done in the food industry put me behind a bar Mm -hmm. put me in coach I want to bartend that's like that's where I feel like I'm most fit because of my social skills realistically but I just like the turnaround of the quick people, people coming to the bar and leaving. But I liked working at a sports bar. Speakeasy was almost too slow for me, but some people, that's probably the best pace for them. That's what they want to work. That's and how too, they can learn people, better.
2: As people, we change over time. So mm-hmm. Liz and I have been in this almost 20 years. When I'm young, I want to be in a crazy nightclub. When I'm older, mm-hmm. I want to be with people that are more my peers. Or when I'm in a, you know, like depending on what mood I'm in. Some days I love walking into a crazy poppin' bar. Other days Ugh. I like walking into a nice calm evening and hopefully I get quality over quantity. It really, you if you stay in it long enough, you'll grow with it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So at some point you're going to love a speakeasy and you're going to love a sports bar. It just mm-hmm. depends on where you are today. So I just say,
1: give it a shot, try all of it. You it's know? also a mindset too. Like depending,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I never wanted to work in a sports bar until I had to for right. the pandemic. And I dreaded it, but I tell you what, you know, you just, you have to just like get your head wrapped around it. Okay, let's make the best out of it. And then it's not as bad. It's like all in your head. So it's only as bad as you make it. Maybe I didn't want to be there, but guess what? I just tuned out all the bullshit and just went in and did my job and left. And it was, it was good. I actually liked it. And sometimes that's the best,
0: like to where you don't take work too personally, you know, you're able to check in and check out at the end of every day and not take it home and take it personally. And I feel like the more, again, fast paced environment that you're in, the more you can let go as you go over time, as opposed to like you're sitting with the same person all night and you're talking about how his mom died and you're at home crying like, is my mom's health okay? And all of a sudden like you're you bring it home and you're emotionally distraught. But I think that a lot of people just get scared right off the bat because making drinks can be difficult. They can be Mm -hmm. complicated. If you don't know how to make a martini, you just think it's a little bit of vodka with you know, some olive juice or a Cosmo, like what else do you add to it to make it? So and you're this? on
2: stage. It's like, it's you're like if you stage. brought the kitchen out to the table and cooked in front of the person, they'd have something to say about how much salt you put in. Yep. It's the same thing with making drinks. So you end up like <laughs> having to like fight with people. There's not enough vodka. Or did you put a lime in that? Or I don't like triple sec. And you're like, we shut the fuck up. Like, do you want right. this drink or not? Right. You can order a shot of whiskey and sit over there. Exactly. Or you can drink this and see. You ordered off the menu. Take <laughs> what's on the menu.
0: Right. Right. That's when you just hand them the bottle
1: and the shaker, and you're like, "You do it. Show well, me how you're better." And let's see you not spill it. This is the thing, though, in the nightclub. I find because there's a lot of younger people. Oh yeah. Their expectations aren't that high. So I can give you shit, like, a couple times, okay, when I first started bartending. I'm busy, 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 okay? Give this girl a drink. She's drinking it, says nothing to me, and then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure I didn't put any alcohol in that. I made a mojito, (laughs) and I forgot the rum, she never complained about it. This is the best drink I ever had. But I'm just saying, the expectations are so low that that's another reason. You don't have to talk to them, not really, and if you give them crap, I mean, really, what are you going to expect? I'm I
0: am not think I've gone to a bar and was like, there's not enough alcohol in this. I'm the person that will go to a bar. And if it's weak, I'll be like, Hey, can I get an extra shot of vodka? Yeah, I'll pour it shot. in myself. You know, like I, I don't think I've ever gone to, there's been one time I've actually complained about something and it was a bloody Mary. And I was like this tomato juice is expired, like, uh, I'm not telling you this because I want a free drink. I'm not telling you this because this is gonna dock your tip in any kind of way. I don't wanna piss you off. I'm just letting you know, somebody's gonna get sick. It ain't gonna be me, I'll take a mimosa. And before you pour me that mimosa, check your orange juice too, because Mm -hmm.
1: something is not right
0: with this. Your bar back sucks. Yeah.
1: I had a, a, a woman order Malibu babies and she said, this doesn't taste right. I said, so, what is it? And I'm not the type of person to question people and make them feel bad about mm-hmm. themselves. I mean, I have been in the past, but not anymore. Not I'm, more anymore. So not. I'm more mature now. It's easier to just not. I'm more mature now. Look me, I'm grown up. Um, what is it that doesn't taste right? She's like, it tastes salty. I'm like, well, that's not good. Because <laughs> no part of that should be salty. Um, my storm pourer, instead of pineapple, was olive juice. <laughs> and so naturally, I told my bar pack, there's that. You suck. <laughs> in case you weren't aware Eat shit. So, <laughs>
2: that was that. And I've heard Liz actually tell people that they suck. And they're like, what?
1: <laughs> and then she laughs. I'm going like, to say seriously. this is the nicest way possible. You suck. And you're I can just see employee. your bubbly little face. Like, you suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, okay. And I, they usually laugh because they think she's oh not serious. God, but I, she's serious. I said that to my manager one time. He gave, so the, I call it finger juice. I don't know the correct word. Oh, the sort But quick. the counting stuff, the sort quick. Yes. So, I like to keep on my register and my manager bought me a pack of it and they bought me the big ones. I'm like, yeah, I can't use that. It's too big for my register. And he said, yeah, but I got them for you. I go, well, you're a terrible manager because they're too big. He got (laughs) so upset. I thought it was funny. I was joking, sort of. And he got so mad. He snatched them out of my hand, out of my hands and he wouldn't talk to me. I'm like, grow up. I mean, (laughs)
2: say his name, Liz.
1: I'm just, <laughs> just you know business. who you are <laughs> oh,
2: god. I know who you are too
1: oh god the bar, so the bar
0: industry is a completely different breed it really is and tip your bartenders man you have no idea what they go through and go easy just go easy so um, thank you guys yes. for dissecting that topic with me uh, I really welcome. appreciate it you're welcome and um, give it a shot give it I- a shot Make some money. Take a shot. Hustle. Give it a shot. Take a shot. Yep. (laughs) Restaurant Punk. Leah. We out. Liz. Noelle. We're out. Thanks. Bye.